0: It was not um it was not the pinnacle of football football. I mean it was in, in a sense, but it, it was also but in another not... sense
1: on in one side
0: sense, it was. It, it was very not much not. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is my legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet at www.wheelroute.com You can send us emails to wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. I recently logged in there. Didn't see any any messages. You guys get on it. Um, and uh, you can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast Center, and Stitcher. We also have Instagram at wheelroutepodcast. The DMs are open. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at Dawn Occasionally, um, you know, probably taking a step back from Twitter a little bit, moving forward. Um, mental health reasons, not not any sort of like political or, or personal, you know, affiliation reasons. Uh, the, the the University of Florida recruiting um, aura vibes are way off right now, and I I can't deal with it. They're they're it's overwhelming, the negativity. And it might be true. It might be based. In fact, I can't deal with it. I'm not. I'm not equipped for that right now. So you know, you might see less of me on the Twitters, but may, who knows? Maybe I'll dip my toe back into into the dark arts one of these days. So, so yeah. Anyhow, that's all I got. I'm in South Florida. Beautiful here, guys. Could not be nicer. I could. I cannot stress it enough. Could not be nicer. Went and hit balls yesterday. It's like 77 degrees. Light breeze. Not a cloud in the sky. <clears throat> Jeff's guess who else
2: is san here? diego florida is what it sounds like you're um, right my name is jordan shank i am in harrisonburg virginia where it's still chilly cold windy sometimes not windy other times for those interested in the wind patterns up here in the valley um sometimes windy Oh, i yeah, got it uh, sometimes we got it um i'm on twitter.com at shank jordan um I was I was very pleased to see that Reggie, Mr. Reggie Bush, will be entering the College Football Hall of Fame. Um, so we're taking baby steps to righting some wrongs in in recognizing his greatness. Um, Would still like to see him him get his Heisman back, but you know, maybe maybe in twenty more years, when when half of the existing Heisman Trust has gone to be with Jesus, we can we can look at things with fresh eyes. But- Right. Baby steps. Shout out also to one Tim Tebow making it in. Yeah. Also an hof a right.
1: That was a big class they inducted. And like every year there's like five more names on the list that I recognize, which is a yeah. super great reminder of my own mortality.
0: There were some dudes on this list yeah. for
1: sure. For sure. Uh, speaking of my own mortality, uh, <laughs> my name is Jason Crack. I am in the Friendly City of Harrisonburg, Virginia, and I am, uh, you know, I'm just persevering. Right you sound now. great. I, I, if the dulcet tones did not tip you off, I am uh, under the weather a tiny bit. <laughs> Good timing. Um, but, uh, you know, it was important to me to to get on the recording and be with you guys again. Uh, I didn't actually tweet anything from Ad Jason the uh the last couple of days. Missed the prime a prime opportunity, but um, you know, sometimes, sometimes I'm there.
0: There's always tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Well, Jason, our T S and P's are with you. Um Hope you continue on Thank the you. road to uh to, to to victory here. Do we have any indication as to what kind of sickness we have has overcome us?
1: Uh yeah. This would be in the injury report, non-COVID illness. Okay. Um, I think it's just whatever gross flu hey man hybrid things going around but. yeah
0: you may, you may have noticed that i stopped coughing sometime in the last three days so uh i you know i think you jason good news you only got like seven more weeks and then you should be perfect. you should be good to go
1: perfect yeah that's i mean that, that's kind of that was my, march madness, that was my you know
0: little little march madness non-covid relief is yeah. is what they call it yeah
1: looking forward to it should be a and fun day
0: ncr absolutely all right well on that note um what are, Jason, you know, I would ask you what you're drinking tonight. I don't, I don't know if you're boozing. Um, what are you yeah. eating?
1: I am eating a bowl of applesauce. It's delicious. Oh, okay. most <laughs> so curious good. if that's
0: what it was. It looked like it was potentially tapioca pudding um or, or cheese grits. I couldn't House decide. Applesauce.
1: Ah, love it. You. Love it. It's a very wow.
2: soothing food when you're under yeah. the under the weather.
1: It's, a, it's one of my I mean it's like pantheon level sick foods for me. Interesting. I, I would take a bowl that... of applesauce over a bowl of chicken noodle soup. That's that's
0: curious. I don't know that I ever dabbled with the applesauce when I was sick. Yeah, I think I think it's. I mean, we weren't allowed to get sick growing up, so. Fair
1: enough. You know. That's that's there understandable. Was also that. There uh, was. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I think it, it's a combination. Of just it's a soothing food, like at its base level. And I've, I've eaten applesauce since before I could remember eating. So, yeah, just very. I think we all have. Soothing. That's right. It's a good word for it.
0: Word, Jordan. What are we sipping on?
2: Uh, I've got a celebratory we made it to the end of the season uh pour of bourbon this is the EH Taylor single barrel wow oh. um, so breaking out the hard to find stuff to to put the final nail in this coffin
0: yeah rare and allocated you know touchdowns were hard to find for the horny frogs last <laughs> night so that, that, people are drinking saying. drinking in honor of them um Jordan I'm joining you I have a, a pour as well not not quite as celebratory as yours um this is uh this is basil hayden toast Mm. and um and a cherry so go team
2: i've been trying to get my my eyes slash hands on the uh elijah craig toasted barrel at some point Mm. um i don't know if that is one of the ones that lands in the uh Limited product drop that the ABC stores do, or if it just shows up and doesn't last on the shelf.
0: But I need to figure out what the Florida scheme is for the limited product drop. You know. Yeah. Because we don't do. I mean, we have ABC stores, but we, we don't require ABC stores, so it's a little yeah. less. It's a little less regulated.
2: I would, I would a guess lot less that some are saying the distributors probably have uh, private stores that that are favored based on who buys allotments of stuff they need to move like your fireballs and your Jaegermeisters and maybe a, a flavored vodka that they need to, to move units of.
0: So, um, a friend of mine, Jordan today, sent me a, uh, well, and Jason, you can listen to this too, but it was a, it was called a college old fashioned recipe. Um, it was making the rounds Instagram and it was bourbon and Jägermeister and banana liqueur. Oh, Some, yeah!
2: I follow this guy. He's he, yeah, I love this guy's videos.
0: I, I like the video, but the banana liqueur really, really, yeah, kind of. That's
1: a that's a sideways I'm, not, term. I,
0: I'm not universally out on banana liqueur because I think banana liqueur is actually required for if you want to make like a proper rum runner, which is a staple, a staple beverage down here for the for the sugar for the sugar um, intakers. But um, it is. It, it's required to kind of give it that sort of tropical, I don't know, sweetness undertone thing that you get from like a a, a nice alcoholic smoothie sort of feel. But um, I don't. For some reason, the Jagermeister and the banana was was not that that didn't meet didn't meet my brain well. So. Well, yeah, because I'm the, open to trying whole,
2: it. Yeah, the whole premise was like, well, you need a spirit and something bitter and something yes. sweet. And so the something bitter is the Jägermeister. And it was like is, he just like pulled bitter sure. and sweet off of the cabinet and decided these will go together.
0: Would you classify Jägermeister as bitter?
2: Um, Personally? Well, he, I don't know that I would. I I honestly don't know that I've had it more than two or three times, but yeah, he mentioned the like licorice anise. The herbalness. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it might be a stretch, but.
0: I mean, listen, far be it for me to, you know, Past judgment. It could be good, but yeah. just banana. Banana and licorice did not seem like uh like a winning combo for you boys. It's like the <laughs> That's worst all. jelly
2: beans in the jar.
0: Yes. <laughs> Other than the barf ones. Sure. All right, boys. Um hell of a football game last night, huh? Yeah?
2: Yes. Allegedly. Yeah.
0: Did did we all make it to the end? Did anyone make it to no. the end? I did I did not. All right. Nope.
2: Okay. I I think I tapped out at halftime.
0: Yeah, I um, sort of straggled along through the third quarter just because I was like, I had some momentum for some reason through halftime. I saw, but...
1: I saw um, Stetson get pulled, and that was that. Mm. Shout out to Carson Beck.
2: What, so, what about did they pull him?
1: I want to say it was it was either, I kind of gets fuzzy, but it was either late third quarter or early fourth. Okay. I think
0: it was early fourth. They did sort of like a, a tiered. Um, yeah curtain call thing as they pulled people off the field, which I, you know, I guess is nice if you're in the position to be able to do it. Um, in a national anyhow, if you championship guys, if you guys game. did not watch the game, don't know what we're talking about. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the CFP playoff national championship game was last night, Georgia, or they, we, 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 got them at 12 and a half point favorites, yeah. um, against Texas Christian university, the horn frogs, um, who deserved to be there by the way. Yeah, Good for them. Great season. Um, got absolutely blasted. The Horn Frogs did off the map 65 to the tune of a 65 to 7 beatdown. Um, not the worst beatdown that Georgia has administered this year, uh, but certainly close. <laughs> uh, shout out to Oregon, I think, for giving up did they give up 70 in the first game. I think Oregon might have given up 70 in the
1: first game. I don't know that it was that bad, was it? Was it,
0: was it not that bad? I thought it was really bad, but I could be wrong. Anyhow, um. Far and away, the worst uh, CFP blowout we've seen. I think this matches maybe uh, Nebraska over Florida in like 1993. uh, Or or no, not matches. This exceeded that blowout, which is like a legendary national championship game blowout. Um, The year before Florida, I think, won the national championship in 95 or 96, something like that. I think it was 94. So regardless. That um,
1: that Oregon game was only 49 to to
0: 3. Oh, my bad. I'm an idiot that's that's on that's on me that's it on felt me.
1: like 70 it felt
0: times. like it could have been 70 it could have been 70 had it been the last game of the season it would have been more than 49 yes. um yeah just total total utter domination in really all phases by georgia super impressive i'm a hater will own that but they are the standard at this point and they um their defense is so good. They're so deep from like a talent standpoint that it it doesn't seem like it matters if you know a guy goes out with a shoulder ding or something like that. Uh, Stetson Bennett, shout out to him. You know, I think we can all kind of roll our eyes and you know uh, at some of his antics and his maybe lack of like pop off the screen like physical tools, but he operates that offense like insanely well and. They don't ask him like last night to me was like the epitome of they didn't ask him to do too much he didn't press too much cuz i don't think he needed to no. and they were like murder machine uh on offense they averaged 10 po- over 10 yards of play in the first half um i think i texted you guys like it seems like they get a first down on every play and then like as i was texting you that i heard them say like Georgia's averaging 10.1 yards per play this half I was like, oh okay it's cuz they it are in,
1: the, it was in the 10 or 11 range until yeah. like late second quarter yeah. yeah i think i think uh
2: early in this earlier midway through the second quarter they had doubled up they had 14 first downs to TCU's 7 points so um, that was that was an impressive display um, my my main takeaways were kind of like beginning of the game and maybe surrounding the game not actually like the Game product that got on the put on the field. Uh, first point I want to make really strange seeing we talked about guys going in the college football hall of fame. Really strange to get uh see Ladanian Tomlinson get trotted out to the field for the uh <laughs> pregame coin toss as TCU's representative legend. Um, you're like, oh man, I I won a lot of fo- fantasy football games with that guy in college, and now like now he is. The figurehead uh, was rocking an awesome fit, by the way, too. had Had the I, cowboy I hat that. going, um, oh, some cut jeans. I <laughs> think cool. um, he was ready to go. Um, we also had, uh, I guess, after the fact, Kirby's pregame locker room speech may found its way to the timeline. Um,
0: the Not the first put time some
2: curse this words has happened. together. Yes. Um, so I wanted to ask you guys. Maybe we can group discuss. Did did we did that bring back any echoes of any memorable <laughs> pregame uh pep talks, um, summonings, anything like that uh, through your your sporting careers,
1: Jason. Sorry, I was muted. Um, yeah, I mean it. It made me think of uh, a certain baseball coach that I think we're probably all thinking of. Um. Yeah, that was probably the only one that I've had comparison comparison. No, I never played football.
0: Legendary uh, Valley League baseball coach as well, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Manager, if he you will. Dabbled,
1: he dabbled in the Valley Baseball League.
0: May, or, may have once or twice flung an entire bucket of balls out, out.
1: He called it his Easter egg hunt.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, we had, I think that same baseball coach was potentially also a football coach that I had, um, had some... We had some legendary ones. He he may or may not have been the author of the "We're gonna warm up under the lights at Harrisonburg High School, and then I'll get in the bus and drive to Turner Ashby High School, um, and get off the bus and go live for ten plays, and then strap them up and and uh, um, uh, and play a football game." So that was <laughs> those those were fun, but yeah, no, I mean the man. The, the, I think
1: I think Georgia could have done that last night.
0: I think you're right. Um, yeah, no, Kirby can string it together. Uh, this is very similar in, in spirit and in zest to the, the leaked, um, uh, the leaked, uh, last year's Florida game. I think also, you know, he had a, a, leaked, uh, a, a leaked speech and, you know, it's very, I think Dan Mullen's speech also got leaked too. So we got to see like the difference in the two, which is pretty stark, um, in case you are wondering, um, granted, I think Florida had, had gotten Georgia's number the year before that. So Georgia was a little hyped up, but I think um Georgia's been kind of really really awesome ever since that <laughs> that random Florida victory in the cocktail party 2 years ago. I mean, I think they lost one game since then and it was to Alabama in the SEC Championship game. So, um,
2: yeah, someone pointed out in the last 2 years they've won more national titles than they have lost games.
0: Period. Yeah, they're 33 and 1 in their last 34. So, that's pretty good. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Kirby's got so, it yeah. cooking. There was um, that,
2: and the other thing, like TCU uh, received the ball to begin the game right out of the gate. Multiple offensive linemen commit a false start. Um, yeah, that was great. that was kind of the sign. I was like, oh, oh, they <laughs> they're not ready. <laughs> um, thoughts and prayers to TCU. But um, what what popped off screen at me was it was kind of shocking how like how much bigger and impressive Georgia's just players looked lined yes. up against, again, the team they were competing against in the national title game, who also, again, deserved to be there, did everything they needed to do. Um, but you usually see those, like, obvious physical mismatches, maybe maybe in conference play, maybe, but usually in your non-conference schedule. And it was like, look at it some of Georgia's linebackers next to TCU offensive linemen. It was like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, this is, this is not an apples to apples uh, roster build. We, we see. correct.
0: So. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, that's very clearly what it is. I heard, I heard Bud Elliott talking today and evidently Georgia goes live. Like they tackle and practice a lot, um, but they can afford to do that because two and three deep, they are really, really good down the stretch. And, and you saw it you see it play out. Um, you know, they've, again, they're the standard at this point. They've achieved the Alabama talent flush, um, if you want to call it that, of of like they can convince people to wait their turn and get their chance to be awesome. And they're going to get a chance to hit and tackle in practice and practice and and get good at that. Um, I think they're always very impressed with how well they hit and tackle. Um, they showed it last night for sure. I try not to be, like, too prisoner of the moment on, like, first couple drives of games. I mean, I think we saw last year, Stetson Bennett, like, didn't he, like, drop the ball, like, trying to throw it one time? Like, he was so nervous in, like, an early drive against Alabama. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty clear from the start that this was not going to be <laughs> – this this was uh, a different level. There was
1: um, there was a little bit of life. Um
0: Yeah, it was a bust of coverage, though, and that was – I mean, it, yes. that ends up being the only – Play that TCU hit all night. I mean, one sixty-yard play, and I think their next longest gain was fifteen in the whole game, which yeah. is crazy. So, um, but no, awesome. shout out to TCU. I, I, I was yeah. I enjoyed the TCU experience this year. I think they deserved it. I absolutely hate the take of like, Ugh. wow, this is this this is what we got. Like, first, if any if anybody should be mad at anybody here, we should all be mad together at Ryan Day yeah. because Ryan Day sat on the ball with a 51-yard field goal and a kicker that did not appear ready to take a 51-yard field goal um, when when they were getting 10 yards of play on Georgia just running down the field. Make that a 30-yard field goal. Make your field goal. Get out of here. We're not having this conversation today. So, like, I mean, it's nice to crown Georgia. They are the best. They are great. They probably should not have won last week, which is the, the weird thing about yeah. this, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, and then you know, I, I don't know. I sort of have some questions about Michigan now, seeing how outmatched TCU was in this game last night. I oh, mean, I know, think Georgia is, would have
2: beat Michigan worse. Like,
0: I mean, they could somehow. have somehow. Like, there was. I don't. There think was Michigan's quarterback is but, certainly Michigan's quarterback is certainly not better than TCU's, and I don't think their yeah, receivers that's the are. So I don't know what Michigan was going to plan to do. Right. Their offense is not. As exotic as TCUs probably doesn't stress out a defense as much. So, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I guess their offensive line is really good or something like that because they, like, you know, don't wear sleeves or something. But, um, I don't know. Anyhow, I also, it, it's, it's just
2: pretty like the blame the committee pitchforks and torches against the committee is like we are one re- week removed from the two probably the two best yes. semifinals yes. we've ever seen. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yep. So, like, you, the odds of getting. <laughs> Three out of three college football playoff games just hitting on all cylinders and checking all the boxes is astronomically low. So
0: right, well, and I, I mean, frankly, all year I think we were on this. Georgia felt pretty inevitable from halfway through their first game of the mm-hmm. season when they were up on Oregon by forty points at halftime. I think everybody was like, "Uh oh, this is not gonna, this isn't gonna go well if they're gonna be this good." So, and then shout out to Georgia. Yeah, I don't know if you, I, I pass it around. Uh, next year, their schedule is very light in in the, in the pants. So it is indeed. I, uh, they have switched out an Oregon game for UAB. So congratulations to Georgia on uh, probably having a. Well, a fairly... maybe
2: Trent Dilfer can get a signature
0: win to start <laughs> year one. <laughs> that is true. Maybe, maybe they could. Uh, another thing, and, and I don't want to be like harping too much on 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 Bud Elliott's takes here, but he pointed out that like. Georgia is sort of in a unique um situation to be very sustainable because they don't have like a overly quarterback dependent offense. Yes. Um Stetson did a really good job but like Stetson is not a plus player, right? And the fact that he's able to do a really good job, you know, I I think Carson Beck who's likely to be the starter next year has been sitting for for 2 years now. Um I think he was in the same recruiting class as Jeff Sims and um he's been sitting for 2 years waiting his turn ostensibly learning uh was a four-star kid himself so i mean i georgia could be upgrading at the quarterback position at least from a talent standpoint and you know if they can if they can get their i guess uh the, the talented quarterbacks to sort of make the smart plays like bennett has been making this year and you know last year when he really started to turn it on then georgia just it's gonna it's gonna take uh it's gonna take someone really catch them in a bad spot yeah, so uh, to change that.
2: like after we've mentioned it a little bit, but it feels like this current Georgia program feels very similar to how peak Alabama felt when the dynasty was rolling, right? Um, yes. Depth, stars, coaches, coordinators, like everything is covered. So what – what do we think is the, the first domino that ultimately, like, leads to things slowing down for them? Is it a players maybe get tired of, of waiting and don't necessarily like the idea anymore of, like, oh, yeah, I'll be a five-star and I, I'm fine playing two games my first year? Is it a coordinator bolts for a job, kind of like Lane Kiffin? Like, I think Lane Kiffin leave in Alabama was kind of the the first grain of of change that really kind of undid did the foundation there in a lot of ways. Um
0: but I'm curious. I kinda of thought like, the Sarkesian offenses were almost in some ways better, but that might have just been talent. Yeah I mean you you may be right. I'm just like I kind of thought the Sarkeesian two yeah, to like ju- uh yeah, what was it Judy young Devonta Smith, like that that team was insane. But that was also talent and they just RPO teams to absolute death so um but jordan to answer your question i think munkin leaving would be a big blow for georgia right now i think he is pulling all the right strings as far as georgia goes i saw he makes two million dollars so good for him Uh, i don't know that he i don't know that he would want to leave or need to leave he was former head coach at southern miss he's only I, i say only i mean i don't i don't know how old old is but he's 56 which doesn't jump off the page as being too old to like, maybe want to try your hand at being a head coach again. Um, but you haven't really heard his name associated with much. I, I could maybe see him like being tempted to go to the NFL if he wanted to do that. Um, yeah. So I think that would, that could be a blow. Cause I believe
1: he was in the this, NFL right before Georgia, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think before Georgia, they, they had kind of a run of so, so offensive coordinators. And you could always yep. kind of make that like, you could point the finger at Georgia and be like, ha they're like squandering talent because they, they had bad play calling. Now they're like, have good play calling and are don't need, even need like a, a awesome like, oh, quarterback gang, they to, it to out. absolutely – yeah, ramshackle team. So I think – or I shouldn't say awesome. I Bennett honestly is really good, and he's like really good at he's everything. He's a perfect fit
2: for do. what they asked him yes,
0: to do. exactly. And that doesn't mean that if they had a quarterback that like maybe had a little bit more like – dynamic skill set that they wouldn't ask him to do slightly different things um, or the same, but I don't know. I think, I think we really saw the best of Stetson Bennett last night, which was a, a testament to Torch's preparation for the game and everything else because um, we've seen uh, occasionally Stetson Bennett gets a little out over his skis and I think feels himself a little bit and will throw some picks or force some balls in there and he just like doesn't have the arm strength to do that or write some checks that his arms can't cash and, and things like that and, and he did not do any of that last night. And, if anything, he sort of, I think, exceeded my expectations.
1: Yeah, I thought I I had to step away, but I, I, I agree with everything you said in that, like, you kind of look at different eras of when the Alabama dynasty kind of, like, looking back where it started to show a little rust, um, we kind of thought Clemson was set up for, like, a five, six-year run, and that might not be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one thing you point to there is pretty blatantly the – I won't even say use of the transfer portal, the blatant misuse of the transfer portal by Clemson and refusal to use the transfer portal. Um, but in the same
2: vein, Georgia doesn't use it. Yeah. They only had one or two fine. transfers on that fair squad. Point.
1: Yeah. So that, that's why I do think that this Georgia T I was talking about this with some friends last night during the game is they seem much sturdier than any of the other pretenders to the crown. Um, certainly the clemson little couple of years there yeah. Um, yeah but but they they do seem depressingly well set up for the next 5 6 years
0: yeah um, oh no for sure for sure but, but yeah i i, think being I, in the I heard SEC, you like
2: helps tremendously with that like keeping the edge not not resting on your laurels like some of the clemson message boards have accused our sweet boy dabo sweet boy dabo of doing um but so like the fact that the fact that you are in recruiting battles with Florida and Georgia and, or sorry, Florida and Alabama and all these other like huge brand names, like you have to, and you're playing them every year or every other year. You know Georgia, Georgia's got like we mentioned a bit of a, a light, light task ahead of them in the regular season next year. But um, yeah, I I'm just curious because it. Like once once the coordinator turnover started happening at a more rapid rate at Alabama and they kind of became viewed as like ah oh, this is like we joke about oh, it's the school for Wayward boys for for coaches to you know buff some rust off of them um, yeah. but like once once it kind of got branded as that it it feels like in some ways it was hard to shake that and I wonder if Georgia like, once one of the current guys gives up his seat does it become that where i can go in coach all this talent get the job i really want or are they able to plug it with somebody who's going to be there for a while
0: and i mean we've seen that on defense a little bit right landing left last year went to oregon was really successful this year had a great season right know, if anything you could make a weird you could maybe say that Oregon upgraded based on results on the field, um, at at least like how their season went. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. All this really sucks. You hate to see Georgia have nice things.
1: (laughs) I did not know that uh, Todd Munkin was as successful at Southern Miss as he was.
0: Oh, me neither.
1: Was he? So he was only there three years. He took over.
0: That's the, the
2: Golden Eagles, correct?
1: That's correct. They went
2: 0-12
1: the year before. Yeah. And the governor. Um, they went 0 and twelve the year before he got there, one and eleven his first year, three and nine his second year, and they went nine and five his third year there. Wow.
0: Dang, A real, Scott A real Scott like, Frost. Real Scott Frost situation. Won the, won the
1: uh one conference USA West. And then I believe they got hired. Yeah, he got hired by Tampa Bay as the offensive coordinator and left. So someone's yeah. going for that dude a head coaching job for sure.
0: I mean, you would think, but I'm surprised that. I mean, he's not going anywhere now, right? Unless Michigan opens, okay, and no. they want him. Yeah. Let's yeah, do I it. Always, <laughs> I always fall
2: back on the like, okay, I like. I'm 31 years old today. If someone said, "I can Happy pay birthday. you no, well, not I'm not like, <laughs> sorry as of Just this kidding. recording. <laughs> I am currently thirty-one years old. If someone said, "You can, you can work the amount of work you're doing right now and make a really good salary, or you can do way more work for maybe a seventy percent raise. Maybe if you're getting a Michigan job, you're getting that that raise is a double. You getting a raise, better. yeah,
0: right. But like." I don't think he's on the the hot board for Michigan either but I'm if just like I'm I'm just the fi- only like, thing that could
2: I like I I don't know that I want to take on like if I've got a cushy situation I personally don't want to take on a ton more work and stress and pressure like at, when you're making 2 million a year to what degree is your life going to improve with five million a year and way more work. I mean, I
0: Jordan, I'm with you. I I could not be more with you. This is why we're not like maniacal weird football coaches. Right. Like, why did Sean McVay come back this year when he could have made twenty five million dollars a year from Amazon?
1: The, the, the
0: world will never know. Like the he wanted, he wanted to Yeah, he wanted to win a game so bad with Baker Mayfield, like in freaking November, that he just like had to hold on to the They're rope. they truly there. built different. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So, so, yeah. Not always I, in the mean, best ways. That's why I'm saying like, I mean, two million bucks to call Jordan called plays for Georgia. I don't think Munkin's like he's like the quarterback coach and the offensive coordinator. I don't think he's like a primary recruiter on that staff. I don't get the vibe that 56 year old Todd Munkin is, is out like pounding the pavement that often or is that key to their efforts. Um, but I also did see that number one recruit in the country for next year. Dominic Raiola just got uh, crystal ball to Georgia today. So oh. congratulations oh. to Georgia. It's good good to see a uh, five-star quarterback, number one recruit in the country, who recently decommitted from Ohio State. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe when, coming on
1: board. When Nick Saban said the national title cost him five days of recruiting, clearly he wasn't doing it right.
0: Yeah, speaking of Nick Saban, um oh, we, had a, we had a we had a pretty a pretty awesome David Pollack, uh Nick. Also David Pollack, easy. Easy bro. All this right, yeah. little look at me Louie here. All right. All right. We get it. You went to Georgia, you know. That seems
1: That seems aggressive. He's just he said the same thing that we've been saying for 20 minutes. Yeah, but he, oh, he said it to Nick Saban's face,
0: "Is Nick Saban on this podcast, Jason? Is he sitting here?" Yeah, that was. I good. think there's
1: a good chance that he didn't even think about that because Nick is usually on the pod. Brother. I think you're
0: probably right, but I, regardless, the way that it came you off was great. You David out David Pollock essentially announced to Nick Saban that Georgia has hijacked college football and is the team of the moment. Georgia and like has you could, the throne. Yes, you could see Nick Saban like processing this. So, I mean, I know we're all anointing Georgia next year's national champion, but. Alabama's coming, baby. <laughs> That's all I'm telling you. So keep your eyes on, the, keep your eyes on the tide. I don't know who's going. I don't know if Jalen Milbro is the guy, but we're gonna we're gonna find out pretty quick. Um, they might be back big time.
2: Um, speaking of look at me, Louis. Does anyone else <laughs> have a problem with, or is this just me being a hater, unreasonably filled with rage? Does anyone else have a problem with uh, Stetson Bennett holding for extra points and then like being? Being on the receiving end of a lot of like, it feels like, oh, let me, let me, uh, stay out on the field a little a bit longer and get congratulated <laughs> for the touchdown.
0: Uh, I mean, that bugs me line. a little bit, yeah. I mean, the whole like right. fawning, the whole fawning sure over sets of minute thing, but it does bug me, but I get it. I, I understand why he's you can see, see it. right?
1: Designated holder,
0: no, like, he, yeah, we are like, Jason. The punter is always the holder, like, let's hold. for some reason. You can hold it. for the kick. He's not Tony Romo. You can all hold right.
2: for the kick and let your kicker get congratulated like all the other teams do, but Stetson like holds, watches it go through, and then pops right up so he can get glory from his teammates. Gets, and that's a little adapts. selfish, if you ask me.
0: Twenty-five-year-old Stetson Bennett running around the field, like like jocking okay. on everybody is is oh. not the best look in the world. I understand guys, why he's not. doing it. I, I, I understand. Just
1: want to clear, this is blowing my. I thought you guys were joking about this. No, in no, his mind. You he's think the special teams coordinator for Georgia was like, okay, we'll just have the punter hold, and Stetson Bennett was like, no, I want to do it.
0: No, no, I think no, no, Stetson, no. Stetson, is, I think the Stetson is the holder because he's totally, he's totally replaceable, and they don't care if he gets hurt.
2: But I also, I also think like you can do that job and stay in the lane of that job
0: you don't need I'm to pop is, up and remind
2: everybody sad. i'm the, the mailman the, let they, they, they the let the, court, the mailman let the the, they
0: driver. let the mailman hold for kicks back there because they know they got a, a, a stallion Carterson, Beck beck just waiting waiting to get <laughs> I, genu- I
1: genuinely can no longer tell if this is a bit or not yeah this, well, So you're so far down it's haters. a little it is a little look at me louis the right, guy Jordan, was probably, thank you it was I, I appreciate best, that either the best or the second best player on the field for four college football playoff games and you guys are just like, nah, glory boy, holding for extra points. That's where we are. and Bennett has no, broken his
2: Again, my issue is not with him being the holder. It's the way he operates. It's the amount of that daps job. that he gets yeah.
1: post
0: post extra point.
2: Yeah, you didn't kick the extra point. Like, you did the you touchdown held. drive,
1: and that's, that's great. because he was still, he doesn't like, he doesn't but this come play, off. This play is not a celebration the after of the. Home. He doesn't come off the field after the touchdown, get all his daps, then go back out, hold the extra point and then get another round.
0: Of all dance. I'm saying is if Kirby smart actually cared, if he got his hand kicked off by the kicker, he wouldn't be the holder. Oh
1: that's my all God, that's not how any of that works.
0: <laughs> no, what? I think it is how no, it works. That's well, then when why doesn't every team starting quarterback be the holder, Jason? If that's not how it works, dude, literally he's hold. the only one.
2: Yeah. It is a
0: little selfish. They always have the punter doing it because they don't care if the punter's fingers get broken. I'm
1: sure way. that was written in the Stetson's NIL deal. That he got I think this is a good years. way.
2: Speaking of Stetson Bennett, who Jesus will be giving H out uh, golf lessons at, at Stetson Bennett <laughs> Waycross, Key of Blackshear, in, in the not-so-distant <laughs> future. You're going to have Shout a simulator.
0: Hall.
1: You guys, are, you guys are never hey. going to get these discounts that I'm about to get if you keep just... Come with me.
0: Come with me to the simulator. We'll talk about this. We'll talk about this Hyundai Tiburon and the simulator.
1: I think Stetson Bennett is a is a very good college football quarterback. Come get oh, you I slotted
2: in this Hyundai Elantra here, Logan. <laughs> Certified pre-owned, brother. All right. right, well, man's I... never going to have to
1: buy another drink in Georgia ever again.
2: Congratulations to the dogs. Um, yes, absolutely. Congratulations to TCU for a great season. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we should use this opportunity to transition into our our 2023 um, goals, goals and milestones, aspirations. Well, hold on. Aspirations.
1: Just... Just to pick up the pieces after v- having to valiantly defend Stetson Bennett from you. What were Put the you final in a bad spot, standings?
0: Jason. Put you in a terrible spot there. But thank you. Thank you, for do- thank you for doing the yeoman's work.
1: Yeah. What were the final pick standings, Jordan? Oh, oh sure. No. Uh, no. I've got the
2: spreadsheet right here in front of me, Jason. That's fun. Thank you for asking. Uh, Jason, you were the number one cheese this year. You picked wow. the most winners. 44, 35, and 2. Uh, you probably still need to be wise with the asset allocation to, allocation to be profitable to at that play. rate. Yeah. Um, I came in second at 36, 43, and 2. Logan finished oh, in third place. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I heard uh, Jordan's record, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> 28,
2: 51, and 2. 28 uh,
0: wins on the year. How many weeks were there in the season? That's like two a week. We picked thirteen
2: uh thirteen full weeks. And uh, Logan, by nine. the way, <laughs> you you had a five and zero week in week five. That's true. Wow.
1: Yeah. I got
0: like I got like twenty percent of my wins just knocked out in one week. Hey, yeah. listen.
1: <laughs>
0: efficiency. I'm sorry,
1: efficiency? Is that what we're asking? You, you yeah. were binge <laughs> winning
0: in week five. Yeah. Um, at the end of the at the end of the, the week, they don't ask what your week to week win percentage average was.
2: Guys, across the history of this podcast, which began in the year of our Lord, 2015, uh, we have picked over 600 games against the spread, respectively. Mm. Uh, Jason is 304, 291, and 19. I am 289 and 306, also 19 pushes. Logan is 267 and 328. Um, Mm. So, yeah, we, we don't shy away from the data. You guys can go look at the spreadsheet on the website as we yep. mentioned. Um, but but that that is curtains for 2022. So well, well done to everyone involved. Our, our thanks,
1: our thanks once again to the spreadsheet keeper
2: and yes. to the sponsors, you know, sp- of which there are many.
1: Google Sheets,
0: <laughs> shout out to the sponsors. All right, Just Jordan,
1: it was Google Sheets. We be you on way nicer. You wanted to, you wanted,
0: <laughs> you wanted, you wanted to move us into self betterment as we. As we ride into twenty twenty three here. Yeah, well,
2: Logan, you've you've mentioned in the past year and a half, you know, trying to be a better spirit about things, maybe setting <laughs> some goals for yourself.
0: Um, notably, so, Christmas.
2: Yeah. yeah, notably Christmas. How did that go, by the way, this year? How would you rate I mean, listen, your attitude? Well, a bit of a loaded, <laughs> a bit of a loaded answer
0: question answer well, situation.
1: Well, I appreciate um, your
2: honesty. We all we
0: do. having a child was the highlight of the year and therefore christmas was like a lot was a lot cooler right like you got to kind of refresh yourself with some some childlike what was a new christmas of christmas it was it was fun on christmas morning emily um the intern myself and uh and 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 young the young child the young boy (laughs) the boy was uh um that was really that was special that was fun um you know christmas was fine um we, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I, I, we're all working people and sometimes the holidays, like it just, sometimes it's a bit of a hassle and it's a shame that it is, right? Like I, yeah. I'm not really like in a position where I like take two weeks off at Christmas and maybe one day I'll get there. I'm not there right now. So therefore, like, honestly, you take a couple days, you have a good time. You move sure. on. I played some golf. I was happy to do that. Love to see family. We had family visiting. That was great. Um, but yeah, I mean, we got sick at Thanksgiving kind of, I kind of stayed sick, like from the interim time from Thanksgiving through Christmas. So it was like a little weird to the vibes. The vibes were just a little bit off. That's all. That's yeah. all I'll say. Okay. Well, I'm glad it you was tried. wildly wholesome to have a, like a baby in the house for Christmas morning. I will say that that was really nice. I could see that.
2: All right. Well, again, spirit of self-betterment, uh, you know, wanting, wanting to improve ourselves holistically, maybe in, in certain areas of our life. Um, right. We are, we are all coming to the table with some golf goals, I believe. Uh, cause this is what really drives the numbers on this podcast is when we talk shop as, as weekend links warriors. Um, Logan, you mentioned you might have some life goals you'd like to share with the listeners. Yeah. i got well. a couple
0: to sprinkle. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. So so, does anybody? Well, let's start with Jason. Jason gives gives the first ah. pick against the spread. Uh, Jason, why don't you rattle off your goals and uh, the peanut gallery can can pepper
0: in yeah you know, Just whatever clarifications do critiques clarifications. Right. Um, yeah. You know. Oh, that's arms. a you
1: shouldn't you should name for that. That's a bad idea. Um. All right. So <laughs> I uh, quick cliff notes of my twenty twenty two golf. uh are, are you going to make made, this
2: spreadsheet available on the website as well, sure,
1: Jason? Yeah. we are we are accountability people. Um, so I I think we like sort of roughly it might have been in, in like private conversations we like roughly sketched out goals for last year in mm-hmm. golf.
2: This rings a bell. And, and I think we talked. We may have talked about it on the pod briefly,
1: but might, not formally. I remember, like, um, I remember. I think I said I wanted to be like. One of my handicap is start with a 10 because at the time I was like a 14 or a 15 or something like that. Um, and I finished the year at an 8.9. Uh, so it was a, it was a very, it was a year of growth for your boy. Um, Hashtag growth. Had uh had new irons in the bag. Uh, putting got a lot better. Um, that it kept, did. Kept the ball on the planet. Uh, it's amazing what, you know, actually practicing does uh, for <laughs> golf. So um, I wanted to, uh, and actually, I remember Jordan. What you, you Jordan, you finished the year in single digits too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I remember you said it was one of your goals you wanted to finish the year with a single digit handicap. And I was like, man, that that's like optimistic. I respect that. And so, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to aim aim better than I, my my first instincts.
2: Well, it's um, like Sharon Posey used to always say, "If you aim for the stars and you land short, you'll fall on the moon, or something." Like
1: that, among, right? among the stars, or whatever it's called, yeah. yeah. Um, and now I'm, I've lost my, so I'm going to be vamping here for a second. Um, but there we go. Um, so first things first, uh, Jordan and I both, uh, took the plunge and our official super deluxe master members at Lakeview golf club. Um, have you gotten we- your,
2: uh, your member blazer yet? Have you gotten fitted for that?
1: Uh, I did get fitted for it. Um, yeah but it's special order I have long arms so it's still they tell me it's on the way um so my first golf goal is to make that membership worth it in terms of money <laughs>
2: there you
1: go actually play like play enough golf that that like it was a good idea to get that membership um which I think I will I set a very strong pace uh playing 18 holes both the first and second of January so the yep. uh, we extrapolate that out pace, the blocks if we extrapolate that pace I'm sure I'll make it yep um, I want to. I want Jordan and I to win the league again that we played in this summer.
2: That would be a 3 uh, threepeat for those who haven't been paying
1: attention. Yep. Um, I'm. I'm doing the. I'm doing the vague goals first, and then we'll drill down. Uh, the VGs. I want to play at least Jordan and I. Talk- <laughs> okay. Jordan and I talked about this last year, and I think Jordan did a much better job of doing it than I did. I want to play at least five competitive rounds, Uh, rounds in an event uh, like on my own ball or, you know, at worst, a a two man event or something like that, um, where there's some, you know, it doesn't have to be. I'm not saying like it's going to be huge pressure, but some actual like meaningful rounds of golf in competition um, well beyond the wrestles dog like league. Um, And no shade to the league either, but. No, it's good no, no, no. to
2: fire up the adrenal glands and exactly. do another gear every exactly.
1: once in a while. Um, I want to play at least... I, I wrote down two, but I'm going to say I want to play three new courses in Virginia. Um, Virginia has some very good golf, and I know there is a bunch that I haven't played yet, so I want to start expanding my horizons a little bit. Um, uh, the last the last kind of vague one I have is... Uh, so I have my... my Super nifty, Dustin Johnson, perfect putt, Matt. So Rest I bought right it last team, Dustin year. Dustin Johnson. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I bought it last year and I said when I bought it, I was like, if I hit a hundred putts three hundred times, that's thirty thousand putts. I can do that. Pre- ridiculous goal. Preposterous. I think I yeah, I think True. I hit like forty two hundred putts. Um which is which
2: is a I mean you, that's not, not that's that. a healthy oh, number of putts. It's a healthy
1: number of putts, but like I'm not even in Harrisonburg 300 days in a year, so like why would I ever? That was a ridiculous goal, but this year I want to hit uh 8,000 putts. 28 putt.
0: days a month, I'd just be grinding yeah, like in my living room. <laughs> Got just some blisties six from the footer after
2: that.
1: six footer. <laughs> like, You're gonna it, be
0: bringing it with you on the JMU. The Jamie basketball bus. There's like, right. what is this bag? What is Jason, this double bag? What I, flew, perfect what I flew from <laughs> Dallas to one.
2: Las Vegas, I saw a man bring a Home Depot five gallon bucket on the plane as his carry on item. I think you could fit that mat and the ramp What a up, king in one of those! What an absolute
0: king. Did you do we know what was in the bucket?
2: Uh, there was a traffic cone covering some stuff up.
0: <laughs> All right, and I didn't ask him must have a job like that. he must have a weird job like me. Just traveling traveling with uh, that, that
2: feels like generous benefit of the doubt, but we'll I brought it, I brought my own traffic.
0: Too. I bring my own traffic cones to my job site <laughs> It's It seems cut. like <laughs> an,
1: <laughs> oh no, you don't. You don't need to supply the traffic cones. I've got that covered. Oh, no, course. no, you
0: okay. can
2: reimburse me. Yeah, all
1: right. Sorry, um, I'm
2: sorry to interject.
1: Jason. No, that's that's fair. So, anyways, eight thousand puts, um, and I think you know it. It it doesn't like so. That's eighty. That's eighty. Put, 80 putting sessions. putts, yeah. Okay. Um, and like it's a flat thing on hardwood so like it doesn't help me like read putts or anything like that. Right. My stroke has just gotten so much more consistent um, using that thing that I'm just going to keep doing it. Um, oh. And then I have some like, I basically went through each each of the big stats that, the, that our favorite app that we won't name because they don't pay us keeps track of. And I said, so at the end of next year, I want to have, uh, I want my handicap to be six or better, 6.0 or better. Um, I want to hit 50% of my fairways, 40% of my greens. I want to average 32 putts. I want to save, I want to have a par save 33% of the time, sand save 33% of the time, and an average of three penalties. All right. Those are the goals.
0: You're putting that you're putting that premium membership to work. you will be logging all that data. Good for you. You're
1: yeah. better. Otherwise. Hashtag
0: analysis.
1: What was the point? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, anyways, those are my goals. I I'm trying to I'm trying Good to join the Jordan name high.
2: Yeah, no, I think I think that's what personally I think that's what these exercises should always be about. I think the best goals are are both actionable, uh, but also reachable. Um, so it's like you got to find, and sometimes like you set multiple ones, right? So, like personally, it helps me if I can set multiples of like, okay, I cross this one off, and then I can, I'm on my way to crossing this next one off. Um, so, looking back at mine, I think the only two I set for last year, Jason, you mentioned the one. Single digit handicap. I snuck that one in under the wire. Finished with a nine seven, um, and I also set the really lofty one of having one round under par. We did not check that off the list, unfortunately. So that is being rolled over into twenty twenty three. That is. What did what did your handicap nervous. peak
0: like? Peak at?
2: Uh, I think my low was either an eight four or an eight two.
1: Yeah, I think I was right around the same. I don't think I broke. I don't think I broke eight. Hold on a second.
2: My low was eight two.
1: Nice. Oh no, it was it was eight eight. I just I just got there. It's what it is now.
2: Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I'm real. Ro- I'm carrying over the round under par into 2023. Um. This is going to be one where it's not going to like be. The end all be all gonna dominate my mind, but like I I would definitely like to do that. And
1: it's also it's like, worth pointing out you did get the closest to any of us. I was there when you shot seventy four. It was very fun.
2: Yeah that that was my flu game uh for 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 a few reasons, but um yeah I came and I so I think like again being a member at a course this year I'll be playing a lot more on a specific course over and over again. So I think I'll have more opportunities like, okay, I'm going to go pedal to the wall today and like really try and go low and whatever happens, happens. Um, I'm not going to approach every round like that, but, uh, I think it would be a good exercise to do that once in
0: a while. Just play like, one round, like all five irons, you know, maybe just like randomly shoot like a 77,
2: all five like, irons. were like, we've talked about like, Oh, we should play from the red tees one time, yep. just so we can like get used to like walking around with a score under par and knowing what that feels like and being able to handle it mentally. Um, so the round under par, that's kind of the, I don't expect it to happen, but I would love for it to, um, Handicap wise, I'd like to finish with it under eight and a half. Um, I think consistency, the overarching theme for me is consistency is going to be more important than actual, like momentarily or momentary achievements. Um, I'd like to average fewer than 34 putts around. I think I was close to 36 this year. Um, so would like to get that in, in the 33, 34 range. Um, and then I'd like to play Jason, kind of similar to your, uh, Virginia courses goal. I'd like to play, uh, at least 10 new to me courses in 2023, um, and I think given given the amount of trips
1: I've got, I to say, you you travel so much more than the rest of us. Either
2: scheduled or in in the brainstorming beaker, that should be uh, fairly attainable. Um, kind of the harder harder to quantify stuff. I would like just in general to see better like double bo- bogey or worse avoidance. Um, I think my like my scores suffer the most when. I have a blow up hole and then stew on that or like carry that with me. And one of the easiest ways to avoid that is to just take, take a little bit of medicine in the first place and not like not compound mistakes and then have that big snow ball on my back for three more holes. So um, that, that won't be one that's, definitely measurable because i'm not paying for the elite premium diamond membership um i don't i don't think our current level gives us bogey avoidance and all that stuff but um kind of like mindset on the course uh i'm getting into some dr bob retella literature uh Ooh, right now i nice. gonna gonna let him be an athlete try and shape my mind um but yeah like this past weekend, uh, played was happy with the way I played. One one of the keys for the round was like, Jordan Spieth kind of joked about it earlier this year, but like, swing it like Nelly, and like, if I like, honestly, like, I I was saying that to myself out loud on a few shots, like, just swing it like Nelly. Like, I probably get in the most trouble when I overswing and try and like manufacture. The perfect shot which is ridiculous because i'm not good enough to actually do that so like right. the smoother i am the better off i am the less volatile i am and that makes things run smoother so that is my list
0: solid list very strong um i probably didn't dive in quite as deep like from a stats standpoint but i think i'm a, I'm a little bit behind you guys like with the golf game in general, I was doing some inspections. You also have a kid, so you've been up to. I ha- other also things. have a kid, lately. so appreciate appreciate the uh, the, the understanding there. Um, it's not that I'm not playing golf though, so I, I do. I, I am aware that I would like to be playing a little bit better. Um, you know, eye test wise, I think I'm playing a lot better than I was this time last year. Um, I hear that from people I play with swing coach mike has echoed the sentiment and i trust his opinion and his assessment of my game um because of you know he's he's actually knows what he's looking at he's got so, a so that, that, that's all that's all good I will, right i will However, also say
1: that th- that's exactly what jordan and i said at this time last year yes right was like god we are playing such better golf and our scores haven't changed at all oh
0: i'm playing the best golf of my life easily so right. i I, you know, I need to be thankful for that I think it follows and clicks successfully. Yeah, exactly. So um, I noticed, I think I went through and, and dialed it up. I think I logged 48 rounds of golf into the Grint last year. Nice. I was pretty happy with that. I would like to do that again this year, uh, if possible. Um, I put a goal on here to practice 48 times as well this year. Practicing 48 times can be putting. Uh, Jason, I have a flat mat, um, yep. you know, just rolling putts for 20 minutes. Um while well, maybe I, I wait for well, I'm just like hanging out watching TV or or, you know, waiting for, for the, the the baby to wake up or something like that. Um I have the ability to hit some balls in the backyard, maybe doing some, you know, just swing thought technique work back there. Or um the champions club range is really close and I, I like to go there and have balls and practice and chip. So I've already done that twice this year. So uh I've I've got two practice sessions under my belt. So I figure that should be good. I would like to get my handicap sub 10. I think that's achievable if we have some breakthroughs um, from a consistency standpoint. I thought about doing, like, I listened to the No Laying Up Goals podcast. Shout out to them. Um, they put this together pretty well. Probably worth some of the impetus for us doing this. And um, they had a lot of, like, total number of birdies goals. I kind of thought about that. Um, but I kind of feel like the sub 10 handicap sort of encapsulates me playing better and scoring better um, probably better than me like trying to make 50 birdies uh, over the course of the year yeah and I think personally
2: um, like I play better when I am not actively trying to make a birdie
0: sure right yeah um,
1: I have one here to break threatened many times to not let me know the score I'm shooting
0: <laughs> right well that. yeah no the, uh, for the, best. the the app the unnamed yeah. app that we use sorry I almost said it um does not make that easy. Uh, you are very aware of your score, which is kind of a good thing because then you don't have to add it up and like be like, moral, hmm, I think I played okay." Oh wow, look at that, ninety-one, huh? I thought I played better than that. So you know that's okay, but also it's kind of like knowledge is power, but that cuts both ways. Um, I, I have on here to break eighty twice. I'd like to break eighty two times, not just once, not just catch lightning in a bottle and do it once. I'd like to do it twice because I think that that would be a good um, sort of like marker of like progress consistency if you can do it a couple times. Um and I have on here to play six new golf courses. I'd like to play six new golf courses. Um I have a, a wealth of golf courses available to me to play. Um like to cruise around plenty of public golf, occasional private opportunities spring up over the course of the year. So I think that's pretty doable. Um so those are the golf goals. I don't know if I mean maybe maybe a little generic, but also um I think I think achievable. Yeah. Jason, you'll be happy to know I added a four iron to the bag. I've been just just roasting it, absolutely roasting. Ah,
1: uh, so warms my heart. I
0: gave I gave the the three driving iron away. Um, well, actually, I sold it to a friend of the podcast Anthony Hartfield. Shout out, and um, he claims to be, in in his words, never hitting driver again. So um, I'm glad that it's gone to a good home and that he's enjoying it uh, pretty well. But I have a couple other life goals. If anybody is interested. Yeah, let's um, do it. Do you want to bring your wife
2: in for this, or, <laughs> or, or are we
0: good enough? <laughs> no, these are these are not really like life, but it's like personal, just like okay. resolution type goals. But um, I did a hard seventy-five last year. I'd like to do another one this year at some point. Um, I don't know when. Uh, I would would need to consult and do some planning to make sure that that's uh, that's good with everybody. Um, but actually, really enjoyed it. Didn't drink for seventy-five days. Read a book. Read like three books. Like it was just it was just a good like use of time. Um, it felt like really engaged for the 75 days. And it wasn't just like a 30-day challenge too. Like 75 days does stretch on. It's like a, a, a good chunk of the year. Um, so you, you really, I think, I, I feel like I built some good, built some good habits and have continued those. Um, not drinking a gallon of water a day still, but that was that was what it was. But anyhow, I'd like to do another one of those. I think that was good. Um, I like to give my body weight under 180 pounds the hard 75 certainly could feed into that i lost like 11 pounds last time i did it um but i'm at like 187 right now 186 187 so dropped another seven or eight um i'd like to touch 175 and see how i felt i think that might be a touch lean for me but that isn't a problem we can we can see how we do well, yeah, but I think all, like,
2: like all that stuff's about you know like compositions important too like, correct you don't correct. want to get to a number just for the well same and game.
0: yeah yes knowing me i mean i'm jordan you you and i have similar builds um similar strong we, builds we have strong builds right but we we don't have like um outrageously skinny waists right like no. i'm not going to be the kind of guy that's going to get to like 155 pounds because i have a tiny waist so right. that's okay um but that's why i think 175 I, I work out a fair amount, lift weights a fair amount. I don't think I'm also going to, like, ever get down to that that level either right. just based on that. So, anyhow, you know, but I think that would be a good sort of, like, cruising weight for me um, at, you know, 5'8 in cleats. <laughs> so, uh, so um, I'd like to read six books. And, I'd, Jordan, I put this on here. I'd like to go fish ten times this year. Yeah. I like to fish. I have neglected – Fishing. I've been playing a lot of golf. So like, it's not like I haven't had outdoor time, alone time, but I do find, uh, fishing, be it fly fishing or otherwise to be like a very centering activity for me and something I can do alone or with people. So it's not unlike golf, but I'd like to go again, 10 times. So that's like, you know, once a month, not, not overly, uh, burden, burdensome. So those are my just like, kind of like random things that I'd like to sort of Aim myself at over the course of the year. I'll report back on the body weight. If you start seeing me get too gaunt, I'll uh you just just let me know.
2: Yeah. If you start falling asleep at the microphone, okay. <laughs> uh, Emily, Emily, we need to talk. Yeah.
0: If anybody wants to do a hard seventy five, let me know. You know, we can hook it up. I
2: don't. I feel like I did hard about seven twenty. So. Um, <laughs> That's so true. I'm actually s- swinging to the little bit of the opposite side of the pendulum. That's fair. There, so.
0: I get that. I understand. Yeah, all good but yeah so yeah that's all i had but uh i'm excited to uh, play some more golf it's been fun
2: yeah the the book's goal is interesting because like i like i i do i hardly read at all since college Uh pretty much and like so i got this like got this bob rotella book i'll like i sometimes dive into a devotional reading um when when i'm good about that but like um i'm curious like are are you wanting to do more like uh betterment reading or like non-fiction reading or do you get into the like just stories books kind of where where do you land there
0: the i'm not a big i'm that. not a big like fiction series guy personally yeah um ever since the red wall days kind of have been kind of been out of that out of that game but are
2: biographies uh, person at all
0: I, I mean I could be like I I, that, I could so. be again Jordan probably like you not a, I'm not like a huge reader mm-hmm. um I, I go through phases I mean so like part of the hard 75 you're you're supposed to read 10 pages of a book a day um and it has it's supposed to be like um uh, self help or or it has to be non fiction at minimum like but they suggest like so I read
2: kind Of something like um, challenging or stimulating,
0: yeah. I mean, so like, I read like The Obstacle is the Way, I read that fishing book, The Optimist, I read um, Atomic Habits, uh, so like that kind of thing. Like, I, I'm okay with reading those, some of those are a little silly to me. The Obstacle is the Way sucks, I wouldn't read it if I were you guys. Um, good to but,
2: know, thanks for taking <laughs> that bullet for us,
0: but like. Uh, the Omnivore's Dilemma. I read that in a Michael Pollan book about like the food system in America, like really, actually really enjoyed that. That's very dense, but I, I did enjoy it. So that's the kind of stuff like, I guess I would say I, I like to read. Um, I'm really into Bill Bryson's books as well. I don't know if you're familiar with Bill Bryson. He wrote yep. like A Walk in the Woods. So he walked like over the course of several summers, he walked the whole Appalachian Trail and sort of like recounted his, he's funny. He's like a, he's, he's like a you remember like know, steve, steve russian used to write in sports illustrated like he would write like steve russian's air and space like the little like column it was oh. funny but like sometimes it was like kind of like thoughtful and poignant so he 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 basically does like travel books so he walked the appalachian trail he went to europe he went to um australia you know he so he's got several of those i like reading those because they're kind of like travel and he's funny and also like um he really like does a lot of research on the places he goes so we kind of like tell stories like gives you some background so yeah so that kind of stuff i would say um probably need to find some jordan i will also read a um i don't know if i would call it a devotional but like i'll read i'll do like a a a religious a religious reading a a christian a christian reading (laughs) religious i don't know why i said religious but you know what i'm saying uh, yeah i've
2: been quite a matt chandler book or something like that like i'll read i'll read uh, book so yes yes kind of working working on getting started with that but
0: I have a couple on the list that I have like had on the shelf that I have not read, so I will. Uh, I'll probably read some of those. You know, catch some light. C. S. Lewis time right. to time,
2: and you apparently, like it's it's good for you to read before going to sleep rather than staring. Certainly at the blue
0: better light. than just you know yeah beaming uh, Twitter like negativity into your rather brain than doom
2: scrolling then... before bed.
0: <laughs> right which is reserved only for election night.
2: Yeah, but, that's like one of yeah, my favorite yeah. pastimes.
0: Jason, you used to read a lot. Do you still read?
1: Yeah, I still read a good amount. Um, I get probably a good, like, third of my years reading done at the beach every year. Um, sure. Which is wonderful. I usually can hammer through two, three, four books at the beach, depending on length.
2: Jason, are you bringing books to the beach, or are you reading the Tom Clancy Grisham novels? They every beach house has yeah. on the yeah, shelf the,
1: the the North Outer Banks starter pack that everybody receives. <laughs> yeah, um, it's the all best. Of, all of Bill Riley's books. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I bring my own books. Okay. I, uh, I hit up uh, National Treasure uh, Green Valley Book Fair. Nice mm. about once a year, and just stock Valley the
2: institution.
1: Yeah. I when I was young, I was big, like I read a lot of fiction. I don't remember the last fiction book I read, which is probably not great, but um just, no, I just really, I really like like nonfiction. I like I, I like biographies a little bit, but they have to be somebody who is already of interest to me most of the sure. time. Um but like I I think it was either last year or the year before I read Anthony Bourdain's book, Kitchen Confidential, and I like I loved every word of it. Um other than that, it's mostly it's mostly food and sports books at this point. Uh yeah. and as per uh the the laws of becoming a 30 something Caucasian male, uh some various books about the armed forces and wars. Um oh, yeah. I read a I Red Band of Brothers, the actual book. Um very good, obviously. Um oh, yeah. Yeah, a couple, couple books like that.
0: But, I have a couple of Bill Connolly books and I don't know that I don't know that I read
1: do you have study hall do you have Bill Connolly's Study Hall book? I do somewhere yeah
0: I think I'm a, I don't know that I've ever actually like read it all the way through so I think I do I that yeah I have um Chris Brown's yard of Smart football too which i like it's a it's a fun read yeah you really feel like you're a, like a, a schemer if you read that. You're like, oh, Man. I understand
1: pattern match coverage. <laughs> let's go. Of course you. Yeah, of course that's what you make the mesh point. You huh? gotta pass the guy on the switch release. I mean, this, isn't,
0: this yeah. isn't. I went through a weird phase earlier this season where I was watching a lot of Dan Mullen teaches um, teaches the zone read inside <laughs> zone play, um, which I also love. So that's cool.
2: Obviously, <laughs> it's basically an audio book
0: at that point. Yeah, it's true. So. So
1: yeah, I I would I. I need to do a better job of reading, but I'm also like, I'm not at a point where I'm just like, I don't remember the last book I've read. I I read books just not as often as I'd like. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, uh, with the accomplishment of another goal that will not be made public on this podcast, it'd be great to have some more time to do that.
2: Yeah. It has nothing to do with the uh, mega millions drawing that's tonight. 1.1 billion dollars nothing to do
0: no, at all with that no, no, Just no, say, no, no. if that hits you'll never hear from us again <laughs> <laughs> this, will be, this will be the last episode right, you'll either hear from published. us like you'll hear from us daily because we'll have jack jack to do and we'll be, we'll, we'll be piloting a daily uh talk show and i will
1: we'll have my own i'll to
0: resent each other after four days but
1: um <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we take, we're, we're still gonna have to do this remote. I think would be, would gotta be take a we're gonna take PTO. got to take
0: PTO week one of of the, <laughs> of the, of the uh, Daily Show. But anyhow, all right. Well, guys, love the positive vibes here. You know, I know Georgia brought us all down last night, but I'm I'm excited that uh, that that we're
2: we'll on to bigger and better things, like bettering ourselves.
0: Yeah. Exactly. All right. We got any final sign-offs? We'll probably check in with you guys. You know, there's every now and then there's some NCAA basketball tournament.
2: Before we put a bow on this season. Okay. uh, We skipped the, do we want to walk anything back last episode? And I therefore saved myself from apologizing to the Buffalo blue bulls football team. I had been on the record as saying they were the worst bowl eligible team I've ever seen. um, Potentially ever, ever. Um, they won their bowl game against uh, one of the the Fun Belt's uh, entrants. So I would like to apologize to Buffalo. I was wrong.
0: Well, thanks for doing that. Yeah. That's really good. Um, Jordan, I was, I was maybe having a private conversation with you offline, Re some Brennan Armstrong, uh, NC State News. Um, I just want to go into the offseason and, and say that this UVA football coaching staff is on very thin ice. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm doubling down on UVA football coaching staff is on very thin ice. <laughs> I'm not walking that back. I'm walking that forward. We are advancing the line. We are on, taking it on, into on deeper one. water. Into we have. Okay. Do we still have? There's still no offensive line coach. Still not. As I understand. Line coach. Right. All right. So second signing day is coming up. I can't imagine UVA's classes just bursting at the seams with uh, dogs ready to get after it day one on grounds. But uh, yeah, I'm just, you know, I understand there's some culture changes. I understand that UVA has had some like horrific tragedy, cir- tragic circumstances around the program um, and like all that stuff matters. But uh, you know, the, the football stuff is still left a lot to be desired <laughs> for me personally and struggling to see like a, a cohesive plan for how maybe things get better. Um but maybe is UVA scary. is going to be like an extreme casualty of modern college football and they just aren't going to be able to keep up. And that would be really sad if that's the case. It would be, but
1: yeah, we'll see. Are, uh, are we having a corporate retreat at the JMU UVA football game? Oh man. Oh, wow. Well,
2: not There's a bad idea.
1: idea. September the 9th.
2: You come we, up. Get, we
1: get friend of the well, podcast. You can come up
2: and learn how to golf uh, when the leaves are different colors.
1: That's right. Oh
0: man, come on. I was there last Thanksgiving in the in the That's flurries. The, there were
2: no leaves on the trees. Just <laughs> I called
0: Jason and I Jason and I putting it on you and Connor. Yeah,
2: that was a mistake.
0: <laughs> that, was, that was a bit of a mistake. I just remember hitting like a ten foot high six iron into a part three that was like it was beaming so hard, so much backspin, but it did not it did not bite. <laughs> it was the one over the water of six <laughs>
1: came it's
0: in. It's not hard. biting weather. But anyhow, all right, boys. Well, another season is coming gone. Love doing this with you. Love seeing your faces. Uh, until we meet again, likely on the links. Um, well, I'm sure we'll check in. You know, see see how everybody's doing. Maybe we should have like a uh, a post spring goals check in. See how everyone's doing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, handi- I could call in from March 60- uh-huh. Madness,
2: I I could call in from Vegas one one of these trips and and let you guys mm. know how living on high on the hog is going.
0: Right. I do love I do love Vegas Jordan checking in. Yeah. I Maybe we'll do I, my, favorite, my favorite my favorite thing about Vegas Jordan is when you lose track of how long Vegas Jordan has been in Vegas. It's like is he still there?
1: <laughs> say, is he is <laughs> he been <is he, laughs> nine days?
0: There? <laughs> Listen, it like
2: nonstop, it is a five and a half hour flight. Uh if there's a connection, it's a full day of travel from yeah. Harrisonburg That's to Las true. Vegas. So it, you gotta like personally I can't do the the sixty three hour sprint out there.
0: It's just it's Well, you're working. also not going out to like just like run through like you know hookers and strippers. Blow. Yeah, strippers. I'm not, I'm not doing that version of <laughs> Right. Yeah, I mean Jason that's Alleged. more of like a Jason trip.
1: Right. Yeah, I think everybody knew that. That went without more of a
2: sports to... information director trip.
1: That's clearly the SID is the one doing that.
0: Stripper Information director, Am I right? (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's what they call him.
1: I did miss the uh, the the national like college athletics convention was in Vegas either this past year or the year before. I forget which, and I didn't. I didn't end up going, but I really wanted to go just to watch my fellow SID compatriots to watch your
2: colleagues make
1: a mess handling Vegas, just how they treated themselves.
0: Right, love it. All right, boys, I'm going to sign us off. It's the Wheel Route Podcast. Thank you for joining us. You can find us on Instagram at the Wheel Route, wheel route podcast at gmail.com. Send us emails. You can go to wheelroute.com. You can check our math on the picks uh, and see if, if indeed I really was like 70 games below 500 this year. TBD on that. Until we meet again, we love you guys. Go Gators. Go Hoos.
1: Go Dukes. <laughs>
0: Yes, <laughs> I saw him holding on for dear life. He was, was trying. He was. So hard. He was crying so hard.